welcome to another episode of the Michelle Mission. Two Men, One Podcast, every black film ever made. I am your host, Vincent Williams of It's All Soul, Wednesdays 8 to 10 on G-Town Radio. Here, of course, with my co-host, Lynn Webb. Yeah, what's up, pal? It's your boy. This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble of Black Tribbles fame. And this episode, we are going to talk about Love Jones. Oh, yes, we are. Love Jones, the 1997, dare I say classic, the 1997 classic detailing the love, the loss, the more love, and perhaps the potential of something else between young poet Darius, young poet slash novelist Darius, and young photographer Nina, set in a black bohemian late 90s south side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, yes, before we get to that, as we often do, let's let's address some business. We've letters, we've got letters. <laughs> so. Yes, we got we've got a couple we've got a, a couple of comments and um uh, tweets about uh some of our last shows, specifically big words. All right, big uh, words. Uh Neil Drumming's um kind of a uh, uh Valentine to late 90s hip hop. Yes. As it were. We have a comment via SoundCloud from Leanne Lindsay of Tinsel and Tine. Um, oh, hey, Leanne. Hey, Leanne. What's up? She says, I saw Big Words at the I House um, two days before seeing The Butler. <laughs> now that's, that's an interesting double bill. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, 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 two days before seeing The Butler, which uh, Yaya DaCosta, then Alafia, was also in. And then I got to call to interview her a day or so late later. So all of that is part of my memory of this movie. I also remember assuming Big Words was going to be amateurish. And instead, I was impressed with the story and laughed a lot. Okay. I did not know Yaya DaCosta was in The Butler. Uh, I have to see it again. You know why? I did, I, I, I've never seen The Butler. You've never watched The Butler? I've never seen The Butler. Yeah. Okay, it's it's uh, it's not a bad movie. There's there's no com. Well, there may be a little embedded commentary with that, but I've not seen the Butler. Oh, there's more to the end. <laughs> it, it ain't embedded that deep either. But um, okay, I feel I feel you on that. Uh, we also so thanks, Leanne. Thanks for uh, yes, thank you, thank you, really absolutely, that. thank you. And and, and and she's going to be on sooner than later, right? And, uh, eventually, and, uh, yeah. Once she d- figures out what movie she wants to do. Oh, okay, Leon. I mean, she likes to hip hop. I I think. I, I, can we call her out? Beat Street style. Man, we've called her out so many times. She'll get in when she. Okay. Gets in. All right. All right. She, well, she well you've been called out. You've been called out. All right. Man. But thank you. Uh, speaking of comments, we also have a comment on um, iTunes from Agmenamin. Uh, uh, Five one seven four. I'm probably saying that wrong. I know I'm saying it wrong. A G E M E M N O N. Okay, Agmenamin. That's yeah. how I would pronounce it. There you go. That just means that we're both wrong. We're in it together, Len. Agmenamin five one seven four gave us a five star rating. It said, oh, right. uh, said amazing, great show, oh, informative and entertaining, and entertaining. Look forward to every episode. Oh, thank you, Agmenamin. What number is he? Five one seven. Five one seven. So does that mean it's like five thousand one hundred and seventy three other Agmenamins? Is that how that works? Maybe, or maybe he was born on May first, nineteen seventy four. Oh, you think you smart. No. 
I'm, that, that's what I. That's how I read. It, all right. Well, thank you, thank, thank you for that. Yeah. We really appreciate that. Uh, Absolutely. And, and ask all of you to please go to iTunes if you uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. Uh, give us a ranking and leave a review. That really helps us boost our prominence in iTunes. And then like us on Facebook. Most certainly, you know. like us on Facebook and uh, follow us on Twitter. Like, uh, I don't know if he's following us. Um, <laughs> something tells me, something tells me he's not. Let's 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 check. Uh, Neil Drumming, and and who's Neil Drumming? Neil Drumming is actually the director <laughs> of Big Words. All right, who upon, very nice. Who upon when we posted um, the show up on uh, and we tagged him. We tagged all the stars. Right, 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 right. And he said that this was pretty cool. I didn't know. I didn't know about it. Didn't know about the show mission. Okay, well we're still new. We're still, still new. Most well, certainly, we're like know? twelve shows in. This yeah, is like yeah, twelve yeah. shows. So right, it was right, all good. Right. Um, but he then uh, later tweeted us. I, I'm assuming after listening, <laughs> right, right, to right, the episode, right, 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 and said thanks for including us. Yes, but I've got words for your man if we meet. Right, right, and and we are assuming your man. Well, you know what, your man is is us. Yeah, your your man is us. Your but, man, your man is us. And and I appreciate that, Vince. But I'm pretty certain he means me i mean you know <laughs> for for the record now it's like neil drummond and the show enough people <laughs> yes <laughs> which i was it's, it's like a it's like a, a a soul rock band that charles stepney discovered in 1970 <laughs> it's like neil drumming and the show enough people they open for rotary connection oh wow <laughs> you like that right yeah, deep cut um <laughs> You know what it is? You know what it's like? It's like uh, we're the Michelle men. We're the Blues Brothers. And it's Neil <laughs> Drumming and the show enough people just chasing us across the countryside. You know what I mean? And and, and Leanne with a shotgun. She's uh, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> right. Just, just right. wanting to take us out. Because like if, no one, if I can't be on the show, nobody can be on the show. She's going to take us out. Um, but I'm pretty sure. That what Neil Drumming is uh, alluding to is me, right? And uh, but I don't think I don't think he's alluding to the fact that I didn't like the movie. I want to think that as a as a creative person and a director, sure, that he one realizes that not everybody's going to like everything that you do. Everything isn't for everybody. Exactly. Everything doesn't have to be your thing, right? And I don't think in listening back to the show. Um, and I listened to it as I was editing it, and then after I saw his, you know, his comment, I said, "Well, let me just listen back and make sure." I don't think that I was um, out of pocket, not at all, the show, and not I, at and all. I don't think that um, I just bashed it without any type of reasoning. I don't think I bashed it at all. Me either. Me I, either. I didn't like it, but there were aspects of it that I did enjoy, right. and, I, and I made sure to, you know, highlight those. But if I had to put my finger. And what it is that I think he has takes umbrage with umbrage. Yes. Did I use that word correctly? I, you absolutely did. I'm just listening to you talk right now. Uh, if I had to put my finger on it, I think it is the fact that I do say in the review that you don't need to see the movie. Right. And in, in on reflection of me saying that, I think that I'm better served regardless of my feelings on the movie um, or, or in any film that we review. I think I'm better off saying, you know, I didn't like the movie, but go judge for yourself. Right. 
and that you should still right. watch the movie if for no other reason because it is a black film and you know and they're putting it out there for the world at large and certainly for 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 us right so let's go, support them by go watching it we may not enjoy it right you know so we may not watch it again but they do deserve our support you know that first time out if you haven't seen it and most importantly neil we want you to come on the show pick a movie or we can talk and you know come to if you're in philly yeah, or if you're not in Philly, we are also Philly. available yeah. to to make it happen during uh, mm-hmm. through Skype. Because I like the conversation. Like, like I'm just gonna say, like, like I'm not gonna say that we're gonna not gonna review a movie, and I'm not I'm not gonna say you don't need to see that. Okay, because I feel like you know if if, the, if we're talking and we're being honest and 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 you know I think part of what you do is is you sort of people people get a sense of your taste. Mm-hmm. And what you do and do not like, it's it's like your favorite, it's like your favorite record store clerk or, or you know, you and I are both comic book dudes. And right. certainly we have been in situations where people have put things in our hands True. and True. said, you know me, you know what I do, you need to read this. And the, the converse. So, you know, we have a conversation. I'm a fan of conversations. So. Okay. So you don't. So you don't necessarily think that I was out of line. I don't. I don't think think there's anything wrong with saying like you don't need to see this movie. If if that's what you thought, I mean, you you know, like, (laughs) see, the thing is, like, I'm I'm in the cat the catbird seat with this movie. (laughs) I know, but I also know it's we'll be watching some stuff where I'm going to say, yeah, I'll, you know, if you don't like this, you don't need to see this. Like we always talk about Tyler Perry. And or I always talk about Tyler, and and I have I can I can say that I have watched ninety eight percent of every film he's made. Like there are a couple of them. Like I'm I'm I think I'm a Medea film behind. Like I forget what the last Medea one was, but I'm behind. So that you know, well, I, wait a minute. I I hate to put, pick it apart here, uh, English professor. No, no, no. But no. you said that you've watched ninety eight percent of every film he's made. That means that of every film he's made, you've only watched. No, no, no. Of or rather, his canon. Gotcha. His body of work. I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah. His body of work. I've seen pretty much all of his films. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I just feel like if if I talk about them, whether it's in here or you know, sometimes like you said, like like if I'm teaching a class and I think you need to know about Tyler Perry because he's right. an important voice. Right. But I also feel like if somebody that knows me is like, yo, I was like, yeah, you're not going to like that. Right. Right. And right. I didn't like it. I saw for this perfect. But regardless, thank you, Neil. Yeah. Thank you, Neil. Thank Thank you, Neil. Um, appreciate the uh, response. We do. And, 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 and the third seat as always is open and certainly is open for, for Neil drumming the director of Big Words, which I liked a great deal. (laughs) (laughs) You like that, right? You like that. You like, you know what? That that was a slow knife. That was a slow knife. Like I, like I I was waiting. It's a slow knife. And you heated it too. You like that, right? That's the bad thing. That's right. That's like in Dune. Like in Dune. Remember the beginning of Dune where like they had the knobs, but you had had a slow knife to go through the, the force field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the slow knife, Paul Paul Moradib. <laughs> yeah, you thought Rotary Connection was a deep cut. I can go deep nerd too. <laughs> P- 
Paul Moadib. I just did of House of Trades. I just did the slow knife. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to, need to uh, get into Love Jones right here. What are you doing here? Let me buy you dinner. Okay, the Billy D thing is a little played out, but I will give you 10 cool points for nostalgia's sake. I am not trying to meet another man at this time. You and I should uh, get together sometime and have a drink. I don't think that'll be a very good idea. Hey. Hmm. Persistence. Be surprised how far I can get you. Boom. Put it on. Oh, she's been a friend of mine, Tracy Powell. Hi. Mm. What? You're married. Wait, wait, my memory serves me correctly. You were the one that told me not to get married. I did say that, but I also said the Commodores would get back together. I mean, who knew? What I need is to find a man who's not scared of my power. Ladies, 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 what's up? I don't need poetry to get women. No, you need a personality mm. to get women. Mm. Try a breath mint and a visa. <laughs> New Line Cinema presents... We had a perfect date, and I just wanted to feel like I was saving something for later. But baby, you ain't got to say nothing for me. I mean, you know, I, I want mine now. Sometimes a man just want to be helped, you know? Cuddled a little bit. Please. Lorenz Tate. Nia Long. Lisa Nicole Carson. Isaiah Washington. And Bill Bellamy. I just want to ask you, uh, what type of underwear do you like? In a film about making it. All we ask is a little sex on demand. What kind of underwear do you have on? Well, I don't wear drawers. You don't have any on right now. Breaking it. Wave goodbye to your daddy, baby. And putting it all together. This is nothing serious. This is not a love thing. Love Jones. Yes, it's for you. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You made breakfast. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um, there's another aspect of this of this movie that has only really dawned on me listening to that trailer. Because when you watch the trailer, you um, can you can get uh, wrapped up in you know how cool it looks and and how everybody looks so fly, and then just you know young Lorenz Tate and young Nia Long and uh, and uh, Isaiah Washington and Bill Bellamy and and just the 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 whole sights and sounds of of the trailer which evokes what what is happening in the movie but that also is really a damn good trailer because it makes you want to see the movie but without giving away any aspect of the movie mm. you do not if you listen to that trailer if you watch that trailer you think you're going to see a very cool sophisticated comedy right and you are going to see a very cool sophisticated romantic comedy but the emphasis as opposed to the trailer where it's on the comedy the emphasis in the movie is on the romance mm -hmm. because this is you know above and beyond a romantic comedy Mm. This is a very, this is a movie that is about romance. It's about the um, about uh, coming together and meeting each other as adults. It's about adults 
relating to one another, intelligent adults, um, progressive people, people that coming from uh, uh, um, an aspect of black life that was not in vogue in 1997 when this movie dropped. Right, right. It was not, this was not what was on a lot of your movie screens in 1997. We'll get into that a little bit later when we, you know, see what this was up against in black films in 1997. This, this was, this was far from the norm. This what that's why this movie in the, in, uh, uh, in, in the black population hit so large and made, had such a resounding impact in what it, in, in, and what it created, it created like this whole genre of it, of films. It did that that followed in his wake, you know. Um, but about this film itself, Love Jones from nineteen ninety seven, reading straight from IMDb, Darius Love Hall, played by Lorenz Tate, is a young black poet in Chicago who starts dating Nina Mosley, a beautiful and talented photographer. While trying to figure out if they've got a love thing or are just kicking it, they hang out with their friends, talk about love and sex. Then Nina tests the strength of Darius' feelings and sets a chain of romantic complications into motion. And that really is what this movie is about. This movie is really um, about the two of them trying to navigate what each means to one another um, and stumbling a little bit, fumbling with it a little bit and ultimately picking it up at the end and realizing that they do have something that is worth nurturing. Um, And it is just a beautiful thing to behold. Now, I have to throw this caveat out there and I, and I sent it to Vince yesterday (laughs) because I have to be 100%, you know, transparent here for all of our, our fans taking this, this mission with us. I am trying very hard to be objective with this film and I cannot because (laughs) I, I love this film. I this is easily one of my 10 favorite films of all time. Why? Because for <laughs> it's because it's because look, it's because it's a it's a a very simple, well um well-developed, well-told story. There is a economy to the story. It doesn't try and reach and, Hmm. and make some um, overall, you know, uh, some big uh, platitudes or try to divulge like the secrets of love or anything like this, or, or, or tell you that this is what love is or anything like that. It really is just, you know, couple meets, they get together cute, they they um, hook up for a little bit. Both are fresh out of a relationship. One wants to go see, hmm, 
am I making the right move? Right, right. They make a move. If they make a move, eh, it's the wrong move, and then they've got to find their way back together. And it's uh, there is um, no. It, it, it's not a whole lot of fluff to it. You know, it, it it's simple, straight to the point. And I really appreciated that. The 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 direction of this film by uh, Theodore Richer, yeah. his first and only 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 film only film. He wrote he wrote something else, but this is the only thing. This only he's film. directed right, and and, yeah. he, and he wrote and directed this, which is well. insane. It is is insane. Talk about your one hit wonders. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. You know what I mean? um, but the direction of this film, I watching this film, I would have never guessed that this was this man's. First, uh, 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 first film, his feature film debut, because there is a, a, um, there is a confidence and a, and a, a skill in his direction and, and how he will hold some shots longer. Like there's, there's a scene where Nia Long is just walking along and she sees a couple, you know, kissing. And you see them start to kiss. And then you see Nia Long, because she's a photographer, she notices it. And she takes a, she takes, um, starts snapping the pictures. And in most films, as she's snapping away, you would be cutting back and forth between her and that couple. Mm-hmm. Yet you see for for a good three to five beats, just her snapping the pictures and without going back to the couple. You looking in her eyes and even still looking at her, how she's, you know, framing the camera and turning the camera, you get a, a window into what she is seeing and why that that picture meant so much to her so that when you they do go back to that couple it's really just for one two quick beats and then it's off to a whole nother shot right and that there's a confidence in having that wordless storytelling in your first film especially when you wrote it as well right 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 which right. which means that you could you know sometimes you know fall in love with your words right. you want to put words over every scene there's a confidence in doing that that um you do not find a lot of feature film debuts. There is a, there is a, you always talk about how you love movies that take you where they are. Right. And this film, like you said, in this, this, this part of Chicago was never seen on in films before. Absolutely. You know, um, I would submit rarely seen after rarely seen attempted. Mm -hmm. It was certainly attempted in a lot of films that, that followed in its wake, but none, uh, did it with this much, this much skill. Um, and I, and I don't even just mean the, you know, the whole bohemian thing and, and, and the people in the sanctuary, the poets in there. I'm just talking about them just running along the streets of Chicago. Right. I'm right. just 
Because it was actually filmed in Chicago. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about how they filmed the neighborhoods of yes. Chicago. Yes, the south I, side. Most Chicago. certainly. How they yeah. went inside the houses mm-hmm. and the brownstones there. Um, this, it, it, it just really is a skillful work uh, done by the uh, theater richer as well as the cinematographer Ernest Holzman. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that just goes in to create a a beautiful film. They talked about uh, when I was reading from INDB how Nia Long is this talented and beautiful photographer in this film. There is not a there. Everyone is beautiful in this film because it's they also are beautiful because they are beautiful people, but because they are made beautiful by by the styling and and the trappings of this film. Yeah, the, the, nobody nobody comes off look looking bad. There is um uh well-defined relationships in short detail when I'm talking about the economy of the story in very short details you get the full relationship not just of Nina and Darius but you get the full relationship of um, Isaiah Washington and his yeah. and his wife you get that full from from the moment you see them the, like because you see Isaiah Washington with, with when they're whole with a whole group of friends and they're all sitting down and they're chilling, and you know he seems like he's the the smart erudite one with you know little baby locks growing in and everything like that. But he he speaks of his wife and he speaks lovingly of his wife mm-hmm. in that kind of like group setting. And then you you cut to a party at his house where you see his wife lovingly just come and sit down next to him and their play and their playfulness there. Next. You cut to the next thing you see, they're breaking up. You don't necessarily know why they're breaking up. Well, it's about money. Well, yes, I know it's, 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 it's about it's, mo- it's about money. It's about mm-hmm. money, and they and they do they kind of like allude to that. Um, but you see the the full dichotomy. When, when next time you see him, he's he's got some young thing on on his hip, and uh, later on, you know, spoiler alert for a thirty year old movie. You know, he, uh, later on he he realizes. I don't want this young thing. I want, I want my thing. Hey man. That's what I want. Marriage is what you make it. And that's maybe five scenes in the movie. Oh yeah. That's maybe five scenes in the movie and it's a full story. It's the, it's the whole story happening right there on the side. Right there. You don't need anything else. You know what I mean? And, and, uh, in between there and well, in uh, wrapping all of that is the story of Darius and Nina beautifully played by Lorenz Tate and Nia Long very early in their careers. Yeah. But, and certainly it would seem that this may be like star defining roles for both of them. They knock it, they knock it because, well, first of all, this is the year of Nia Long. Right, right. right. Between this half plenty. And then later in the year, she does soul food. And, and, and this is after she's been on the fresh Prince. Oh, this is what, yeah, this is, this is like uh, two years after. Right, right. So, but, so this is her, like, this is, this is the Nia Long moment. Exactly. When everybody wanted, everybody wants Nia Long. Wanted a Nia, I mean, you know, as, as immortalized by Kanye West, like, you know, we all wanted a Nia Long. Right. And this is Lorenz Tate who had already shown, you know, incredible chops and intensity in menace to society as old dog yeah you know what i mean and then showed the same intensity yet 
gave you a, a window into the heart of the man in um uh, uh in, in a short lived TV series South Central. South Central, yeah, where he it's like old dog the series. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? But 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 you definitely still see the heart side right, of right, old right, dog right. because it's more like he's with his family right. and everything like that. Um and and then he, he he comes into this film and he is just he is just you know steeped in his Lorenz Tateness yeah in this movie yeah. you know what i mean and um everything that it it dawned on me that everything that um Eddie Murphy, we talked about in Boomerang and like his his trilogy of movies where mm-hmm. he was trying, you know, getting his he was feeling his sex symbolness on and 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 definitely putting that forth in the film in in all of his movies. Everything that he was trying to do, who Eddie was just trying to put onto his back. Lorenz Tate was just, it was just on Lorenz Tate. It right. was just natural, right, with him. It was just one hundred percent natural with him, and it and it 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 spills out of this film all that being said <laughs> and then and, and we not even touching on this is a, yet another film in this uh, month of love that has an incredible soundtrack oh lord oh lord it was like a five it was like a five year period you could not go to a black person's house no and they weren't playing the Love Jones soundtrack. Like whoever, like I hope somebody made a fortune off the Love Jones soundtrack. I mean, I didn't bought it three different times. Well, we know the Fugees made money off of it. Well, I hope somebody <laughs> did. A lot of people made, yeah. but but as as much as it had, you know, newer music, it had, it, it brought back, you know, uh, you know, John Coltrane yeah, and Duke yeah, Ellington. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was a Black Bohemian Whitman sampler, most certainly, <laughs> most certainly. And then it had, and then it had, you know, the poetry in there. You know, yeah. uh, well, Nia Long's um, poetry written by Sonia Sanchez, written by Philadelphia's own Sonia Sanchez. Yes. Um, so I mean, I mean, I love the Boomerang soundtrack more than I love the movie, and I like that movie. Right. 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 I love this soundtrack. Oh. I love this movie. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. it's just it's just one and two. Yeah. All that being said, <laughs> and this being one of the rare opportunities where you see to be, to you get a glimpse into um, the subtle and skillful and um, so so um, uh, missed talent that is lisa nicole carson lisa nicole carson Carson. yeah how much did i love lisa nicole carson yes i watched three and a half years (laughs) of of whack ass ally mcbeal (laughs) just for lisa Lisa nicole Nicole Carson. carson Oh, yeah. but, but go ahead, go ahead. See, that, that's my, my, one of my triggers. Go ahead, Lisa Nicole. Go ahead. All that being said, the reason why I love this film and the reason why it is in the top 10 of my um, movie pantheon. Everyone, sit down. We're about to hear something surprising. I love 
me along. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Now, I know there that I, I, I am just you know number two hundred and eighty four thousand in the Philadelphia and, area. In the Philadelphia area, <laughs> that is in line with loving me along. I understand that. I do understand that, and I realize also that you know when. You know, there's a register out there um, that, you know, all men know where we put we list, you know, uh, uh, um, we put the uh, our get out jail free card mm-hmm. and, and it's registered there so that our 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 wives and our women can know, OK, it's get out of jail free time. Who's on your card? I understand that on my card, it goes. There's a whole room of cards. And they, they all say they, me they all say me along. Me along. I understand that. Me along. Um, and I hope she understands that. I watch this film, and I purposefully do not watch this film as often as I could, because I get weak watching this film. I get weak watching me along play with a camera. I get weak watching Nia Long ride in the cab with Lisa Nicole Carson and those two big, beautiful smiles just sitting there. Ooh, I didn't know what you was about to say. Talking about, you know, talking about how a man's penis talked to her. I get weak at the thought of Nia Long. I mean, this movie comes on and it says Nia Long is in it. I'm done. All right. And that's just, I'm, I mean, I, I. Now here's a question. Are you like that with other films that she's in? I really, really, really like her in, um, I mean, in, of course, um, Friday and, uh, um, I liked her in Soul Food, um, and in the best in the Best Man, I I mean, I I was I loved her in the Best Man, but part of me in the Best Man was just just mad because I wasn't Tate Diggs, um, and because then it, it it just even made me more mad because then they they have a scene to like my favorite song of all time as well, and I was like, this is just not fair. But but what is it about Love Jones? But about that, that but, Nia about, Jones, but about Love that Jones. That Nia Long is like this is her magnum opus because as far as Lynn is concerned. Because as extremely talented and as lovely as she has been in everything that she has done, mm-hmm. there has never been a director or a cinematographer mm-hmm. or a film that has framed her or mm. captured her or captured um the subtle subtleness of her acting and her beauty in quite the way that love jones has okay there are moments in love jones where i am just sitting there looking at how her eyebrow and and i am just melting and i'm not ashamed of it Oh, hey, claim it. So, um, 
that's all I've got to say <laughs> about. I don't really know how I follow up after that. I I think the orchestra is breaking down their their instruments now. Everybody's leaving. It's, it's like we're in Philly. It's like the MSFB orchestra was in here and Gamble and Huff were conducting. So, but um. Yes, I agree. I agree with 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 everything that you said about Love Jones. Um, furthermore, in addition, I would say the you, you know I'm I'm having a I'm having a great time with this experience because I th- I think I'm watching films with new eyes mm-hmm. and and you know like you said, Love Jones is one of those films like since 1997, like the film that launched a million bad poetry slams. And sold a whole lot of incense. Um, there's never been a time that I hadn't watched it, but like watching it, no, I was going, you know, be recorded and talking about it. Like I kind of watch, I, you know, I guess more critically. Mm-hmm. A couple of things stood out. First, I think I always forget how, um, and and I don't really know how I want to describe it, but but how, like, it's not a depiction of this kind of bohemian fantasy land. Like it's very much sort of rooted in reality. And what I mean by that is this, like it opens up and, and you have these, you know, the photography, Nina's photography. Mm -hmm. And it's all of these kind of very artistic, very sort of impressionistic black and white shots of, of Chicago and in the buildings and, and, you know, and it is sort of like almost this jazziness to it. Yeah. Yeah. But then it transitions and you get people who live on the south side of Chicago. And these are people, you know, like just as regular folk. And I think in the midst of all the jazz and and the poetry and photography, there is this 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 wonderful rootedness in 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 the the, the sort of the, the sort of ordinary and, and and the sort of regular and and it's like actually on the south side of chicago and and it's actually this sort of rundown record store and you know when they go out to you know step in it's not you, you know it doesn't look like a maxwell video from the late 90s like it's actually folks you know from chicago stepping mm-hmm. and and i really I really admired how how Theodore Witcher and and the decisions that he made with place kind of conveyed that this is a beautiful environment like this the whole environment right and 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 you really like like he really depicts beauty in places that you don't oftentimes see beauty and certainly you you know as as, as you sort of mentioned this kind of started this kind of mini this kind of mini run of these kind of black bohemian movies and you know whether it's a brown sugar or the best man or the wood and i didn't see those in those films right this sort of like you know like i love the fact that that you know the economics of the thing works out like like this is the late 90s so you could live in the city and you could have a little spot and but the spot may not have been in the best neighborhood like you have all these moments in the movie where people are talking about you know you don't want to walk home alone you know acting like somebody stole your bike or or you- 
Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network, hosted by comedians Jackie's Neal and Edgar Montplacier. Every Wednesday and Friday, these two friends dive into topics ranging from sports, music, to movies, and style. They wonder whether or not Donald Glover is a genius or a weirdo. They continuously decipher Kanye West's tweets and behavior. They also have recurring segments like Queen of the Week, The List, and Top Fives like Marvel Movies and Video Games. Listen to Culture Kings and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and find out the best way to eat a taco. Oh, what's the best way to eat a taco? Vince, with your hands? With your hands. Also, with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down. It's like a layer. It's the layer. Right. So that the lettuce doesn't fall off. Can't have falling lettuce. You know, there's that wonderful scene where Darius says he can't get his mail. Yeah. Because he's in the in the black part of Chicago. And you you know, it's it's like, you know, the the um you know, the one friend works in a record store but still has an apartment. And this was a moment when you could do that. Like like yep. like, you know, I I I didn't leave, live in Chicago and I certainly, you know, wasn't in Philadelphia, but I remember this moment in Baltimore. Where you have people that, you know, I want to be a photographer, I want to be an artist, I want to do all these things. I work like I got a gig and your gig is not something where you're making, you know, eighty, ninety thousand dollars because you, you, you working on whatever you're working on, but you still had this life. Right. So it's like like I paid special attention to like Darius's apartment, mm-hmm. which was like it was a cool apartment. But it's like, yeah, I see how you wrote for the city paper, like the like the, the this version of the city paper in 1997. Right. You put a little money aside, right? And now you're working on your book. So I appreciate that. Um, and the little uh, nod to uh, Nina living in a very stylish home. But she but put she, it that, out there. This, this my friend's place. Exactly. Like, like I said, but then Nina don't have no job, and Nina don't have nowhere to live. Nina's a fancy hobo, right? <laughs> you know, right. but but it it like you said, you acknowledge that. Like these people live in these, like they've made this life, mm-hmm. and this is kind of this fully realized world. The other thing is, I love the rhythm of their relationship. Yes. Like I love that that the the sort of, you know, stylized to the point where you almost wince where they have no oh, ah, I'm going to listen, you know, it's the jazz and ah, and I'm going to quote uh George Bernard Shaw and this sort of you know, kind of heightened talk mm-hmm. that you oftentimes would get at the end of the story is at the beginning. Right. Like he shoots his game and, and 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 the movie sets up that Darius got game, and this this he shoots his game, and he does his little poetry thing, and he's got his poem, but then he plugs her name into it, and then he goes over there, and they had a little talk, and then they sleep together, right? And then they hang out after sleeping together, Which, but they don't sleep together like that very night. Not that very night. He but shows persistence. He sh- he shows persistence. And a little stalking. I'm, I'm saying 2016. <laughs> there are laws against what he did, but <laughs> right. you know it's 1997. Slavinsky. Um, and then she says the thing. You know she's gonna go and and see about working things out with. Like you said, she was actually on a rebound. And you know my my favorite, like he's like Marvin. 
Marvin, played by Khalil Khan, mm-hmm. is one of my favorite momentary characters in a movie. Like, <laughs> like since 1997, I've been pulling for Marvin to go get his toasty oats. <laughs> and I love the fact that Marvin is not a bad dude. He's just not the dude for her where she is at this moment. Right. Like, like, Mar- look, I got spooked. I left. Why don't you come stay with me? They don't break up because he punches her in the mouth or tells her that, you know, you ain't shit and this, that, and the other. You know, you're getting rejected. I can take care of us. Yeah, I got us. I got us. Well, I don't want you to got us. I want to do my thing. And um, then she comes back. Also, like, just point of <laughs> made me chuckle. Like, there are two decisions that she makes in this film that ultimately are bad decisions. There are like, like the first decision is she goes and stays with Marvin mm-hmm. and she kind of plays this game of telling um, Darius about it and kind of saying, well, if he gets upset, then he loves you. But if he doesn't get upset, then you can just go ahead and leave him. Yeah. And then when she dates wood, she makes it, she makes a decision to date wood. Both of them come from Lisa Nicole Carson's character. Yeah. Like she recommends them and Lisa Nicole Carson, as we've established throughout the film, does not have a man at all. So what have we learned? <laughs> like she kept taking advice from Lisa Nicole. I'm like, Lisa Nicole Carson don't have no man. Why do you keep listening to Lisa Nicole Carson? Right. But um But I will say that upon watch, watching it the first time, you know, the very first time watching it in, in the films, in the movie theaters, I did you know, I agree. like one of the things I came out of this movie saying it's like, yo, she was wrong. He was not wrong. Talking about, you know, Darius and, mm-hmm. and Nina. She is the wrong person in this in, in this relationship. He did not do anything wrong. She's the one that went back to, to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the one that went back to New York and then moved in with dude. Because even if she only did what he told her he was going to be doing, which was, I got, I'm, I got to go back to New York. I got a couple of contacts I'm going to follow up on. And I got to go finish out this situation. Okay. Even if, if she did what she said she was going to do, then that's going back there, hooking up, you know, staying probably with some friends because you lived in New York. So it's, it's safe to assume that you have friends there that you could chill with for a couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. stay with friends there, check out a couple of jobs and, you know, maybe go out with Marvin or whatever and see what's up. But that's not what she does. She goes to New York and moves and basically stays with him yes. while she's there. So I mean, they go grocery shopping together. There's right, right. The whole Captain Crunch toasted toasted oats conversation. Yeah, coming back in, you know, like, oh, baby, how was your day? How was your day? You know what I mean? So it looks like, like trying to, you know, you're not going there to take care of, you know, like, you know, finish old business. Right. No, you're going back there to see what's up, which is not what you told him. Right. But in watching it again, when she does come back and she does uh, get with Wood, uh, the Bill Bellamy ca- character. And what a great character. What a great character because he's a whole dick. And that's what Bill get Bellamy, and he plays it so well. It's, it's his perfect role. It's per- his perfect and, role. And, you know, not to get too far, but like we kind of touch on this in Boomerang. It's always a dude like that. There's always one. It is always that dude. There's always one. When she does get with him, 
I think paying more attention to the to the dialogue now that she definitely right or wrong as you may you may think it she is hanging with wood as I need somebody funny to hang out. I, I I want to think that she's hanging with Wood, not romantically. <laughs> okay, <laughs> because you don't see them being no no romantic, right? right. And they don't necessarily, you know, they don't, you know, you know. And the way that, and if you pay attention to Wood's uh, uh, dialogue, while when he's with other people. He makes it a, a, allusions to like we're doing this and we're doing right, that, right, we're right. doing this. But we, if when she's with him, it's more about yo. We just went, you know, you came, got some photos, and we went out to dinner. Right. So it, it their dialogue together really more points out to that they actually only went out the one time. Right. For dinner, right. and then that was it. And now you're asking me, okay, you want to go hang out? You know, she's dirty at your. You need a long look. She's dirty. I, I, She's dirty. Because she knows who he is at I know. this point. I know. And she know. knows he's a dirty dude. I know. And that's her trying to stab up old boy because she saw, she him, saw him with, 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 with the girl. girlfriend. Now, you know, I, you know, I think I actually love how ambiguous it is whether or not they slept together. Yes. Because, you know, she says the whole, you know, they never actually say anything. And, you know, him and Darius have their little back and forth. And then she says towards the breakup, you know, do you want to know? And he says, you know, I don't ask questions. But, but the, you know, the film never says definitively. Yes. And, you know, ultimately it doesn't matter. It does. Exactly. And that's the reason why it does. But I love the way that they play it. Yeah. Like it could go either way. But, you know, again, I love, I, I love the 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 sort of um the exploration of the mundane if mm. you will mm. like like i i love the fact that that their relationship initially was built on this real shaky foundation and they had all this stuff that they hadn't really dealt with so it makes complete like i love that the film didn't end with them kissing in the rain and living happily ever after like i love you, you know when when they have the um when when they have the um John Coltrane song and you have the little montage of them kind of being a, a happy couple, mm-hmm. like I love that is still an hour left in the movie after that. Yeah. So that you know you do have all this stuff, and 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 you know like you said about Isaiah Washington, who you know I've I've talked about the um the um the Gus the Gus Fring um award for people with with thirty year old um. 30 year old overnight successes like the Giancarlo Esposito like right. I also want to have the Isaiah Washington award for blown opportunities because mm-hmm. Isaiah Washington is so good mm-hmm. like I like it frustrates me as somebody who loves like actors and people like that he kind of blew up his own career yeah you know with everything that happened on Grey's Anatomy but like you were saying about this, this his character Savan and and Savan's marriage and this sort of this sort of storyline going on on the side, I love this this kind of commentary, this back and forth between Darius and Nina, and they have this kind of very heightened, you know, very passionate, 
you know, a relationship. And then you have Savon and his wife. And, you know, like I said earlier, like I, I paid special, like I remember his wife storming out with his son, but I love the fact that the, the fight it's about money. Yeah. Cause that's what it is. Like, that's what happens with couples. Yeah. Like, like, you know, you and I are old enough that we've known couples that have divorced and got, and I, you know, I won't speak for you. It, it it's always something fairly not mundane as in not important but mundane like it doesn't make for a good story mm-hmm. you you know the money wasn't right uh we had different um different diff- different beliefs about how to raise kids yeah uh the, the you know his job took him there my job took me here you know that kind of thing that just just being with somebody for an extended period of time kind of kind of you know those are the those are the challenges Amen. like those are the actual challenges like it's not a white girl it's not you you know uh you know oiled up um morse chestnut at your job you, you know it's 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 not a crack right <laughs> you know most it's it's this day to day just living and I admire how Love Jones kind of kind of um weaves that yeah into this love story because you know I think I agree with you that it's a romance but but I feel like you almost do Love Jones a disservice by saying it's a romance period and then you just stop talking because it really is this sort of again examination of relationships and and what does it mean and with with these young people and you know and and I love the fact that that they break up and Nina gets her shit together right like she you know she becomes a working photographer I assume she has a place to live yeah (laughs) you know she's not couch surfing anymore right and and you know I love the end It's, it's sort of like we were talking about with with boomerang like I love the fact that she tells him, "I live in New York, and you live in Chicago." Like there is no, I'm going to call Vibe and tell him that I'm going to be a photographer from Chicago, or he doesn't say, "I'm leaving Chicago and coming with you to New York." Right. Like we got to figure this out. Exactly. And now we're both adults. We were both at a place at the end of the movie that we weren't at the beginning of the movie. And this sort of, you know, again, this kind of classic arc of boy meets girl, boy falls in love with girl, you know, boy courts girl, you know, there's some type of challenge. Mm-hmm. And then he gets the girl at the end. No, nah, they have sex about 20 minutes into the thing. Then they start dating. Mm-hmm. Then they break up. Then they come together and, and you know, we're going to try it. Like, I love you. I love you, too. It's raining. The credits roll. But there's no guarantee. No. There's no guarantee, and and you know he sort of says you know romance is about the possibility, so now you have it. Um, something else I was about to say. It's a murderer's row of performers in this thing. Oh yeah, like the cast is, and and it is sort of um, it's amazing how the cast went on to do various things, mm-hmm. and you know to sort of um varying degrees of success but you have this great chemistry and and you know like like you said this is like so this is 97 
a couple of years after that, you get the best man and the wood uh, brown sugars in 2002. So, you know, it starts like, like it, it starts this whole kind of roll of, or, or this whole wave of these kind of black movies with these black cast members with, you know, all these people that could be leading men or leading women. Mm-hmm. in a different time in a different place mm-hmm. you, you know as much as we love Nia Long there's no way Nia Long is as big as she should have been Nia Long should have been Julia Roberts she should have she should have been Sandra Bullock she should have been you know Gwyneth Paltrow like Nia Long should have been she had an opportunity she was um, she was uh, uh, originally she was asked first to be in Charlie's Angels Mm. But she turned it down, and and instead they got Lucy Liu. Oh, okay, but I, okay, but even by but but by then, she's a. You know what? It's so funny that you say that. My one of my favorite Neil Long stories, and and if you look it up, you can hear her talking about Neil Long said that she went to ABC with a pilot mm-hmm. about a spy who was a secret spy. And, you know, during the day she, you know, her, her cover was she worked as a consultant, but she was actually a spy and it was about her juggling her life as a spy with, with, you know, this cover. And of course she would get into interpersonal things with her cover. And, you know, I think it was called, I'm, I'm almost positive it was called blackjack because I've been looking for a copy of the pilot since I've heard her tell this story. So they actually shot a pilot. They shot the pilot, I believe. But. They turned it down, mm-hmm. but the next year or two, Alias came out with Jennifer Garner. How about that? Coincidence? I think not. Lorenz Tate. Lorenz Tate is so charismatic in this thing. Yeah. Never got as big as he should have gotten. Um, You know, I was joking, but I love Khalil Khan. Like, like Khalil Khan. I've loved Khalil Khan since he was in Juice. Oh, really? And it just never kind of clicked for well you know for you know fill in the blank for whatever reason but you know I I think you did have this this wave of black actors yeah think of uh, uh, Bernadette Speaks in the role of the of the girl of the crew right 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 yeah yeah who has she been in anything else Uh, if she has I maybe you blinked and and missed it I I I, I, her face is kind of familiar uh let's see what has she been in she was um seeing a note she does wow not a lot yeah not a lot you know know, a couple couple of tv you know appearances here and there right right you know talking about lisa nicole carson again um you know she's had some health issues you know hers is is a slightly tragic story yeah yeah she's had but but even that like even that, yeah. I mean, she was on Ally McBeal. She was in Jason's Lyric, mm-hmm. uh, and then I think she had a couple, a couple of times she was on like uh, the Cosby Show, I think, or whatever. And, and she was in East Bio. She was, and in she East was in Devil with a Blue Dress. She was in East because Bio. she's one of the few people that yes. have actually had on screen uh, a love a love scene on screen with Denzel Washington. Very true. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh. But again, didn't do. As much, I always forget she was in um, Devil in a Blue Dress because Devil in a, it's too much. Like her and Devil in a Blue Dress is actually too much. Yes, yeah, like she's in it for like thirty seconds, and that's enough. And it's too much. That's too much. I got to get to another part of the film. Yeah, that is, um, that is a that is a an extremely 
beautiful woman. But it was this moment. It was like like it was this moment. Like you talked about, and you, it all you know, started here. And it all started the stars here. Started with like, like this Jones. this sort of you know again it, it it's kind of again it's the film that launched a million bad poetry slams. It did earth tones, a uh, lot of incense. But it was it was, like I think you said it. It was this response, yeah, to this sort of mischaracterization that many African Americans felt at this moment and you know many of us because I was in right there in the middle you know said mm-hmm. that this is much more reflective of my life yeah than other things that I'm seeing and you know it, you know although it turned into sort of life imitating art which has imitated life I, th- I think you can't it, it's an important film it's a very uh, extremely important film. You're talking about like you know uh, how this differs from what you were what we were seeing um, in '97. Uh, now this actually premiered early in '97. I think it came out like January or February of '97. So you have to imagine that this um, Love Jones was in production in '96. Sure, right. So there are other films in. 97 just to give you an a, a window into how different how much this stood stood out the shame of it is is that overall this movie was while it made its money they assumed that it cost like about 10 million 10 million dollars to make but uh, uh, its box office was, uh, was a little over 12 million mm-hmm. so uh as much as it was a a hit in uh in 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 the black uh, black America, um, it wasn't an overall hit. Oh you know? yeah, yeah, I think also part of that is because even though we're kind of ste- still steeped in it now, but we were knee deep in at that time in the bootleg craze, and Love Jones was heavily bootlegged. Oh, that's in interesting. 97. I would like like are, is is this your theory or did you look this up? No, like, this, you saw this, this one. It's my theory. I think that's a good But I know but I know that time period. That's a good theory and and that was certainly conversations that that Spike Lee and other directors yeah. were having at the, Oh, I never thought about this that. This was this was deep in that time. Man. Yeah, oh yeah. Like boot, bootleg like around this time, because like the the music was already being bootleg. right, right. But the film was but everywhere. The, the film was this film was on every corner you yeah. went to because everybody wanted to see. Like everybody it, wanted to see. Wanted that, John. You know, and like I know, I can remember going into a certain barbershop here in Philadelphia that had a two pack of bootleg Love Jones and the Love Jones soundtrack. So I'm telling you. This was hard at that time, um, so th- that affected its its box office as well. Sure, um, but it stood out over what was in the movie theaters at that time. All throughout ninety seven, like I said, this was the year of Mia Long because she would later have Half Plenty, which was a, a a lot more independent. Right, and she's only in Half Plenty for like one scene. Yeah, like for one scene. But she, yeah, and then in the in in the end of ninety seven, she has probably her other big break which is soul food right comes out but also in 97 just to let you know uh what else we have how far this uh, field we this movie stands out you have um 
and this is throughout the year, you have Jackie Brown, which okay. is, I think, is a great movie. Yeah, absolutely. But it's, it's definitely my second favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. It, yeah, probably, I'm a Django man. It's probably it's probably up there with me as well. But it it but it definitely it's an action film. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got the violence and everything. Things that you know black people are you know habitually drawn to. You've got um, you've got Steven Spielberg puts out Amistad. Okay, so that's a big, big, preachy, you know, slave, you know, very important film. I've never seen Amistad. Me neither. No commentary, just an observation. But we will. But we will now. Then you have um, uh, 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 Most Wanted, written by Keenan Ivory Wayans, another, you know, big action vehicle for him. I, I remember. Yeah. Keenan Ivory Wayans, the action star. That was, wasn't that a weird... Wasn't that a weird minute? That was a very weird and thankfully <laughs> short minute. Um, you've got Hoodlum. Hoodlum. I liked Hoodlum. Okay. I, I like Hoodlum. I, I, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Playing. Directed by Bill Duke. Yeah. But again, I gangster. all about Hoodlum. Gangsters, violence. Yeah. You know, um, men trying to look good in suits. Yeah. Uh, Period piece. Most definitely. Um, then you had uh, 187. Oh, Remember 187? Lord. Yeah, because this violence was, it, this, hood. It was at the end of the South Centrally yep. type stuff. Uh, you know, Samuel Jackson. You had um, uh, um, what's this one? You've got murder. Uh, I think this is the Wesley Snipes movie. Yeah, um, murder, murder at sixteen at sixteen hundred Street. Mm-hmm. An address that changes everything. That was from the commercial. Yes, you've got uh, Baps. Halle Berry, oh, Babs. funny Halle Berry, but that's a, that's 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 a Robert Townsend, right? Yes, that's not a good movie. Not a good movie, that's but but a, a good movie. but a, but a dumb, silly comedy. Yeah, yeah. Another, again, steeped in the trappings of you yeah. know what black what you know black people you know. Halle Berry had to. a gold tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, Booty Call. <sighs> Remember Booty Call, Jamie Foxx, Tommy Davidson. Booty Call. The film that was happy when Soul Plane came out, because then they could say, they you can to... stop talking about us. Right. They had Rosewood. Remember Rosewood? I remember Rosewood. I like Rosewood. John Singleton. Weird tonal issues. Very. In very. Rosewood. But big, violent movie. Yeah. You know, steep to make you all mad. And Big Reams got lynched, and he escaped the lynching by the power of his neck muscles. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back as the Punisher. Um <laughs> And then we have uh, Eddie Murphy trying to grow locks in Metro. Oh boy! Yeah, ninety-seven. That's that was that was a tough year, very tough year. And then, of course, in ninety-seven, you also have uh, um, a highly acclaimed documentary by Spike Lee, Four Little Girls." Yeah, comes out as well. Yeah, but you can see the landscape of African American cinema. You know, was a lot of the typical, right? Right, right. And sure, then out sure. comes this this slice of avant garde. I was about to say, damn near an art house movie. Exactly, it's damn near an art house. But but an art house movie that is not a period piece, mm-hmm. nor does it have a rural setting. Right, which is you know what sort of my little bugaboos. Like you can't make a quote unquote serious black film unless it's a period piece, and or. It's in the woods. So, you know, yeah. 
it it was a weird it 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 was a weird thing at that moment. Yeah, and and you know, spawn this whole little black boho romance, you know, thing. It's like it's like I'm I'm pretty sure um. What's old boy's name? You just said him. You just said his name in in the best man. Oh, uh, Tay Diggs. I'm pretty sure Tay Diggs bought a house because of these movies. Oh, Tay Diggs. Like like Look, Tay Diggs. Like Tay Diggs. Let's Morris, be honest. Chestnut. Let's be honest. Tay Diggs, Morris Chestnut, Omar Epps, and Nia Long. You know, right? Put their kids through college put, off, all, of, off of these movies. Like yes. like you know. So, but it starts here. It starts here. And again, I th- I think looking at it after the fact you know i have, have it, i i think it is it is noteworthy that it does not fall into the cliche of what you would think these movies were yeah like i said i think it is it is a surprisingly you, you know i don't want to use the adjective gritty cuz i think gritty is a loaded word mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but you know i think it is a very authentic south like this is not a gentrified South Side, not at all. That this film takes place in, and but I think authentic is the word because every aspect of this movie reads as authentic. Yeah, yeah, and these are real people. Like, like again, this you know, I'm not, I'm not, you, you know, Chicago's number one surgeon with a, you know, living in a six million dollar penthouse, right, with an eight foot by eight foot long portrait of john coltrane over my bed and it's you know 14 foot cathedral ceilings and you know all this old stuff that you start to see you know really starting with the best man Mm. like you know these sort of super negroes that is nice but i don't know if i saw that in the best man i have to see that again i don't remember that aspect of the uh morris chestnut obviously is is, is the football football player. player so yeah um uh, Tay Diggs is the big time novelist writer. Oh dude. yeah, you're right. Uh, That's right. Uh, That's uh, right. Uh, what's my man's name? Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard is is this sort of preternatural, you know, mad jack of all trades. Yeah. With with the you're right. You, you know, and um, you are right. And uh, Harold Pirino is like the quote unquote regular one, but he has a beautiful set of locks. Looks like. They took it, man, because my man gets no, his no, edges no. done. I, no, man. no, no. I'm just saying, like, like it was just very manicured. It was, yeah. You yeah, know, like I, you get this very manicured mm-hmm. black mm-hmm. bohemia after this. Yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. Love Jones, like, I love the fact that Lorenz Tate looks like he needs a shape up. Yeah, through the whole movie. Yeah, like he's real cool, but somebody need to, you know, like, like I just want. You know, my man to to just fade him out or like get a little mm-hmm. fade or something. And, you mm-hmm. know, and everybody looks like they shop at the mall or you, you know he wears the same jacket. Yeah, throughout got, the and film, it, and he got like a hand me down couch. Right, right, right. Yeah. He has a hand me down couch, and you know this is cool. It's a cool apartment, but it's a little apartment, mm-hmm. and it's somewhere in the neighborhood that he can't get him to bring the mail to. Right. So, so yeah, love Jones, my and the man. soundtrack. Oh my god! Soundtrack, you know, the, like you talked about the soundtrack. The soundtrack. Oh my god! Everything, every. Oh my god! Everything, everything you need to know about what a certain kind of person was listening to at this moment. Yes, is is like Cassandra Wilson. Cassandra Wilson. Groove theories on there. Dion Ferris. Dion Ferris. Uh, uh, the uh, 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 Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill is. 
is you know it's the John Coltrane cut is it I mean Trina Broussard oh my Kenny God. Lattimore I don't even like Kenny Lattimore right right but right. it's just like oh my God and, and it really it was it was this was the soundtrack for this moment and you know I have to say Lynn I kind of feel like we do almost a disservice doing Love Jones on like episode twelve like I feel like we should have saved Love Jones. In retrospect, for like a special episode, but we can't save them all. We can't save them all, but you but know you mean? know, but yeah, I feel you. You know, like we could have done. He got game. We could have. You know, we could have. But we did love Jones um, in the month in the month April. of love okay. uh, in the month of love, and we also did it um, at the very special request of one of our fans, Robert Monroe. Oh, that's Jr., right, Robert, who wanted it. shares a that's birthday right. with me. Right, on I April remember 17th, now. Yeah, and his wife birthday is april 18th yes so robert monroe jr and to mrs robert monroe jr the men on the michelle mission wish you a very very happy sweet absolute and sexy and satisfying birthday absolutely all right um yeah man (laughs) he gonna be all right I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna be all right, man. I'm gonna be all right, man. I can't get enough of, of me along. Can't get enough of her, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think that may be it. That may that 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 may be it. That may be you know. I think it's important that Nia Long had the position that she had at this moment because I think one of the the. I think it is important that, like, 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 when we talked about Nia Long mm-hmm. at this moment, it really was this sort of the sexiness of the ordinary. Like she was, like people used to say, Nia Long was like, you know, a girl that you knew on campus, or yeah. or the girl that could be your girlfriend. Yeah, and obviously beautiful, mm-hmm. obviously, but not this sort of heightened, no. you know. Like, 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 I think it is like, I think it's also worth noting in this film that, you know, even though I don't know if she owned a bra in the film, she dressed down Mm -hmm. for most of the film. Like she's in sweats, Mm -hmm. she's in t-shirts, she's in this, you know, Mm -hmm. but it works. Mm -hmm. Like there is this, there's this sexiness of the ordinary and and you know not to turn into old man Vince railing against these kids and their trap music and their tattoos but I think that's lost I don't know if there is a Nia Long for your average 20 25 year old cat now now, now I think well like everything is real Instagrammed and filtered and 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 again very heightened mm-hmm. everything is very heightened mm-hmm. and well, I I think I think there there may be some out there. However, what I think um Nia Long never fell never fell for. And and don't get me wrong, she's done some interviews and some some photo shoots where she's, you know, played on her sexuality a little bit. Um but she was never overtly sexualized out there. Like there's there's not like tons of pictures with Nia Long with the come hither look looking back over her, right, right, know, her right. shoulder or something like that. Whereas unfortunately in the 
especially in the early 2000s and then now, even now, that a lot of the younger stars, mm-hmm. almost all, like, that has to be part of their resume. Right, right, like right. they've done a, a shoot in King magazine or Smooth magazine right, or something right. like that, you know. And while those things might be nice, they can sometimes be a hindrance on people taking you, you know, giving you giving you and your career the credibility that you really feel like it warrants. Right. You know, um, I I. Um, I think of someone that easily could have been the Nia Long of at least the past generation, and maybe to a to an extent because maybe it's a generation after me. But um, uh, Megan Good, uh, who was on right, 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 who was just on um, uh, Minority Report, yeah, yeah, the yeah, show yeah, that yeah, got canceled. Um, she could have been like the Nia Long of that generation. Right. I, I don't know. I don't. Maybe and maybe there's people that'll write in and let us know yeah, yeah. that there was a knee along of you know. that generation. I think it's telling that this is from 97 right at the, at the, be- the beginning of the knee along era. Right. And it is now 2016. Right. And while knee along is certainly not at the Zenith of her career, knee along is still out there. Oh, and knee along is still very much, respected and cherished and adored and and is is this sort of icon of this type of beauty yes like you know we joked about the old um kanye west song where you know i thought i wanted a neil the nice guy thought i wanted a knee along but just sort of again symbolically knee along has this place yes and you know like you said just deplete ignorance maybe there is like i'm thinking like tessa thompson yeah you yeah. know me but but there is i it's 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 worth noting that she kind of carved this place out yes she did and kept it yes she did and, and she had people that were vying for the throne all oh. the time sanai lathan um i always say best man like one of the the and we, obviously we're going to do best man but like one of the the most fascinating embedded kind of things going on in best man is you've got this war of of the the regular sexy like sexy regular going mm-hmm. on where it's like sanaa lathan monica calhoun mm-hmm. and nia long all in the same movie and it's like who's gonna win the role of the woman who where's your t-shirt right like whoever you are like you're like she's your girlfriend yes. who's gonna win your girlfriend yes so yeah it, well it's it, it's anyway i didn't mean to it's a no-brainer because it's always going to be <laughs> it's always and forever going to be near long always and forever all right. Here. all right ladies and gentlemen that is uh this stop on the michelle mission we will return next week with a, another chapter in the month of love month of love we hope you're enjoying it please send us an email michelle mission at gmail.com leave uh leave us a ranking or a rating on itunes leave us your comments on soundcloud or you can hit us up on facebook at the michelle mission or on twitter at Mission Michelle. We really want to hear from you and we love talking with our fans. And if you're finding us on the Black Tribbles Podcast Network, hey, hit us up on there and, and 
let us know. Hey, Black Tribbles, I like that Michelle mission. They on point. They make you look good. You know what I'm saying? We really appreciate that. We read those comments as well. So for Vincenzo, this is Lenzenzo. And <laughs> in parting, we say, Wubba Dubba Lub Dub. <laughs> It's time to bid adieu. It's been a pleasure knowing you. I'll see you when it's time to meet again.